At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's up, folks? Welcome in. Yeah, I'm back. Different shirt, though. Jonathan Von Tobel, Matt Humans here on The Edge. Got a good show on tap for you today. We've got a lot to discuss. Coach of the Year candidates, a little bit of Major League Baseball. Yankees falling apart. It's over. Swept by the New York Metropolitans. There's tendonitis. There's all sorts of issues. And I'm going to go hammer the no on the Yankees to win the World Series. No. Tendonitis. Who's yeah. got that? Achilles tendonitis. Giancarlo Stanton. Oh, well, he's been, uh, he was out for the series, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, the Cubs have, uh, excuse me, the. Um, the Yankees. What's got, the difference? The Yankees <laughs> got bigger problems. When I'm looking at the graphic we have up there on the right. screen, getting ready to go up on the Cubs. But uh, the Yankees are playing. They played like the Cubs <laughs> since the All Star break. Uh, they've been pretty disappointing. And uh, you know, last night they had a couple opportunities to break through against uh, Max Scherzer, who was yep. outstanding for seven innings and uh, ninety around ninety five pitches or so. But they just couldn't get the big hit, and they came up. Short several times with runners in scoring position in a series Do, uh, against the Mets, and that's what it's going to take in October for the Yankees to advance. You know, that's what it comes timely hitting, big time pitching, and the Yankees really didn't get that at all in that series. They deserve to be swept by the Mets, and I'm telling you right now, if you're looking for value on the World Series futures board, I think it's with the Mets. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd still believe there's a deal out there to be made before the trade deadline on August 2nd for the Mets, and Jacob DeGrom. People forget about him. He's laying in the weeds, and uh, he's still uh, got that potential to come back and maybe dominate in September and October. So I, mean, I did uh, forget about him. He's getting murked by minor leaguers. Is he? Uh, he just he gave up two home runs. I think it was like back-to-back home runs the other day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, you know, he's got to pitch his way back into shape. It, that's the thing. A lot of people get impatient. They want to see DeGrom back now. 
You don't need to see him back now. You can see him back in September and October. I'll take your time, bro. And that, that's when it matters. Can I just anyway. say, can I do short-sighted radio guy real quick? <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you really an MVP if you go 0 for 5 and strike out three times <laughs> against a team in the same city in New York? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Aaron Judge just <laughs> That's got to be a topic in New York radio, Every right? MVP's <laughs> had bad weeks. Aaron Judge had a bad week. Last night, I think Max Scherzer could have thrown him 100 sliders and he would have swung and missed at every one of yeah. them. He cannot hit Max Scherzer's slider. Not at all. And he kept moving it out a couple inches a couple inches to the outside, and Judge just kept swinging and whiffing. And uh, at some point, I was just laughing. I'm like, <laughs> uh, he's going to have to make some adjustments if uh, he, he faces Mad Max, let's say, in a World Series matchup. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. man. So would it be the World Subway Series, or would it be a Subway World Series? Be like the World Series when Mike Piazza attacked uh, Roger Clemens. Remember that? It was at the Broken Bat or yeah. whatever it was. Right. Yeah, I'm down. Anyway, I'm down. let's talk NFL. We didn't mean to kick off the show with baseball today. Uh, you know, we got sidetracked. We talk about it. Uh, let's talk about NFL Coach of the Year. Yeah, let's do it. So we're we're opening each show. We're talking <laughs> about just the different markets that we can attack from a future perspective and different angles for the National Football League. And I am, uh, I think a lot of people always are, fascinated by Coach of the Year because this is one of those uh, index props where there is not a lot of room between all the candidates, right? Because there's, there's no real clear consensus in terms of the parameters for Coach of the Year. There's one. There's one thing that you can look at. Since 1990, there has been one coach that has won Coach of the Year and has won fewer than 10 games. Mm-hmm. But there's a catch there. It was Bruce Arians when he was interim coach for the Colts who went 11-5 and five that year, and he went, I think, was it 9-1 or 9-2, and two, something like that as, as a head coach. So, in other words, you need a team who's going to win 10 or more games for you this season. So that's kind of some loose parameters because it hasn't happened since the year of my birth. With that, we can kind of whittle down some teams. But I would say this. Where do your eyes go to? Because I've got one name in mind, Matt Humans. One name. And if you shop around, you can give him a 20 to 1. He's actually pretty short on this list here. But I've got one name in mind. What about you? When I look at this odds board, I wonder what the hell's going on here. Okay. How are Brian Dable and Dan Campbell co-favorites? So I would agree because while I do think, and I bet the Giants over their win total, that Dable's going to do a really good job, and I actually think the Lions are going to be better, those aren't teams that are going to win 10-plus games. I think you eliminate them right away. Yeah. Right? I, I don't get why these guys are co-favorites at BetMGM. I'm, Late liability obviously <laughs> might be part of it, right? Because some I, spots I, have the favorites at like Looking at this odds board yesterday, we were going to talk about it on the show, and I was uh, discombobulated. I, th- I thought I was looking at the paper upside down. Uh, I said there's no way these guys can be at the top of this uh, futures market NFL Coach of the Year. Dan Campbell and the Lions would have to win 10 or 11 games for him to win that award. That's not going to happen. Uh, Brian Dable, I like that coaching hire all out for the Giants, but they got a long way to go to get to uh, double-digit wins. Uh, I think you have to look at Kevin O'Connell of the Vikings, Nick Sirianni of the Eagles, um, maybe even Nathaniel Hackett of the Broncos, which Russell Wilson would go a long way in trying to, I guess, helping him win that award. Uh, but those are three guys that kind of jumped out at me in terms of the the group of favorites on there. If you and, want- and if you're also looking for value. John Harbaugh is always a solid choice for Coach of the Year. I know the Ravens finished last season on a six-game losing streak, but this is a new year, mm-hmm. and uh, they got a new-look team. And if the Ravens achieve what most people expect, there's a lot of sharp guys who love the Ravens. John Harbaugh at 25-1, to 1, you're telling me you would not bet that before you would bet Dan Campbell? Or or Brian, Brian Dable, Dable at twelve to one. Uh, so this odds board is just jumbled, and it really doesn't make much sense to me. I, I would agree. And if you want some odds that I think reflect more the the 
mass in terms of thinking. Um, over at DraftKings, for example, Brandon Staley, head coach of Los Angeles Chargers, is a favorite at 14-1. to 1. I think that makes a little bit of sense, right? Uh, Mike McDaniel, head coach of the uh, Miami Dolphins, at 16-1. to 1. Nathaniel Hackett of the Denver Broncos, also at 16-1. to 1. Josh McDaniels, uh, you're sensing a theme here, AFC West teams, 18-1. to 1. Dable is at 18-1. to 1. Campbell's at 18-1. to 1. Peterson's at 18-1. to 1. You got a slew of guys there. But you hit on one name that I, I agree with. So if you're in my line of thinking that the Vikings are going to potentially go over their win total this year, that they're going to be much better offensively, that Kirk Cousins is going to be able to kind of go along the same baseline of production that he did last year, that this offense is going to open up a little bit more, they're going to be a little bit more dynamic. Uh, Kevin O'Connell in the range of 20 to 1, where you can find him at a couple of shops, think that's something that you attack. If you're not comfortable, I don't know, like betting into Minnesota Vikings futures or you don't want to lay minus 115, 120 on them over their win total, Kevin O'Connell, the win coach of the year, is another way that you can attack that because I think he's going to be a viable head coach of the year candidate. If they have the year, I believe they're going to. Yeah, he, he's going to be a candidate, but he's going to have a lot of competition for that too because every year you've got three or four teams that overachieve, and uh, those are typically the guys who win coach of the year, right? The, mm-hmm. the teams that overachieve and win 10 games. That's what I'm, I don't necessarily think the Ravens would overachieve, but uh, I, I could see a guy like what? John Harbaugh winning that award if the if the Ravens go eleven and six or twelve and five or something like that. And at twenty five to one, that would make him, I think, a, a pretty good bet. Uh, I, I I do like the idea of Brandon Staley, but I also think there are a lot of people out there that have a negative perception of him. And it, let's I, I don't care why is that. Probably because he made a lot of dumb decisions last year, and he and I know you're going to argue that a lot of those were not dumb decisions because um, analytics, advanced analytics, percentage plays say that he was making the right move. He made some terrible decisions in that that last game against the Raiders. He cost his team a playoff spot with some dumbass decisions. And the worst decision he made was calling timeout on third down late in the game when the Raiders had no idea what they were going to do, gave them a chance to get reorganized. They get a first down, they kick the field goal and win the game. Why did he call timeout? He made a lot of bad decisions. First of all, he, and you know, also in that game, he should not have gone for the first down on his own 18-yard line. You can talk about the percentages all you want, but you have to weigh risk and reward, and going for it on fourth down on your own 18-yard line is just a dumb decision. There's no payoff if you get the first down. I don't, you can argue the opposite. Go ahead. Well, I don't. I, I mean, we've had the conversation. I don't think there's any need to rehash everything. We're, we're probably going to talk right. about it again at some point this year with Staley. So. Well, it's, a lot of the gambles he made, I, I thought, were probably pretty smart. And I, I like guys that, who are aggressive like that and who are smart when they're aggressive. But he also, there's there's a line you have to draw. You can't be an idiot and be aggressive. And Brandon Staley made uh, too many of those calls last year. So I think there are a lot of people who are, are going to hold that against him. I'm not sure... Justin Herbert's going to have to be lights out, and that Chargers team's going to have to overachieve for him to win. I would not bet on him because what do the Chargers do? Mm-hmm. They usually underachieve. Hopefully it's going to be a different story with uh, Justin Herbert, a quarterback, but this team always has injuries. They're kind of like the Los Angeles Angels of baseball, oh boy. right? Yeah. Injuries, uh, they find ways to underachieve. So Staley's not the first guy would look at it on this board. I think Nathaniel Hackett, Nick Sirianni, and Kevin oh. O'Connell would be the three guys if you're talking about Young coaches who have a shot, best shot to win this award, I would go O'Connell of the Vikings, Sirianni of the Eagles, and I love the Eagles, Nathaniel Hackett of the Broncos, and then my veteran pick would be 
John Harbaugh at twenty-five to one. Well, speaking of Nick Sirianni yeah. and the Eagles, let's hear, uh, let's hear from Steve Mariucci because uh, the Eagles do have a lot of hype around them, but a lot of it and the weight of this franchise this year is on the shoulders of one Jalen Hurts and his development. Yeah. Here's Steve Mariucci on the hype and Hurts. You know, Jalen Hurts, I really I got to know him for the draft, and I really like that kid. He's got such a good disposition and so athletic, and I love him. Anyway, his freshman year, his rookie year, he played a little bit, right, a one-and-three record, and then he earned the starting job his sophomore year, and he goes eight-and-seven as a starter, and he takes the Eagles to the playoffs. I didn't think they would make the playoffs last year, but you know what? They did, and now you add a guy, A.J. Brown, to a to an up-and-coming superstar, I think, and Jalen Hurts, along with, mentioned, Devontae Smith and Quez Watkins. And Jalen Rager's got to get going with Dallas Goddard, too. So he's got some weapons around him right now. He's got to be a happy camper. I don't think there's any question this is uh, a really good roster on both sides. Yeah. It's just all about Jalen Hurts and what that development looks like this year because I don't think, Matt, that you can get away with saying the playing the same brand of football that he did last year and take that progressive step forward. We are talking about 10, 11 wins being a legitimate threat in the playoffs. I think the Eagles are going to win that division, mm-hmm. and Hurts is going to surprise people by how well he plays. I could be wrong about that. And if, I, if I'm wrong, Nick Sirianni's not going to win Coach of the Year. I mean, he could if they do <laughs> in spite of him, right? And they roll out a couple I, of quarterbacks this I year? I guess, yeah. but it seems unlikely to happen. I do like Sirianni, and I think they've done a nice job of – Putting Jalen Hurts in a position to succeed, surrounding him with the, the right type of weapons, and I expect the Eagles to be the best team in the NFC East. I like it. All right, so I gave you one. On the other side, I'll give you one more Coach of the Year candidate. Again, 20, uh, 20 to 1, the range in which you can find him. He's got a new quarterback this year, and uh, I think there's a pretty high ceiling for this team. That's when we come back here on The Edge. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. College Football Guide is out now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of all 131 college football teams, including trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations for each team, plus our best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff predictions. The only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VSEN All-Access subscriber. Sign up for VSEN All-Access today. Get everything we offer for the entire season, including our upcoming Pro Football Guide in August. The Pro Football Betting Guide out usually in uh, mid-August. Subscribe now at vcin.com slash subscribe. I like it. Looks really good. Got the. Well, I didn't it's rifle a lot of pages. through it. It's about yeah. three hundred and thirty pages. That's yeah. right. Every single team, though, man, it's a lot of information. Mm-hmm. You need it. It's good information at that too. Uh, all right, putting a bow on what I was talking about there. I'm just going to rip the bandaid off. Frank Reich, twenty to one for the Indianapolis Colts. I think he's got a shot. Right. I mean, yeah. you're talking about improved quarterback play. You would assume uh, that he's going to maximize whatever mm-hmm. Matt Ryan's going to bring to the table. Uh, a team that defensively, I think, actually has some a pretty high ceiling if guys like Quiddy Pay continue on their growth path, which he showed some real growth last year. In a division that's perfectly winnable, team goes 10 and 7, 11 and 5, right? Yeah. Matt I mean, Ryan those are the type of guys I'd look at for coach of the year. I would not look at Brian Dable. Right, right. I would not look at uh, Dan Campbell. Uh, the, the three guys we mentioned in the previous segment. I'm really surprised by the Campbell because I've seen a lot of offseason, like even smart people, like saying, hey, Dan Campbell, worth this. Or, like it's not, unless you see, which I don't really the see. The Lions have to take a quantum leap for him to even get in that conversation. How the right. hell is he the favorite at BetMGM on this, this futures pool? I would absolutely agree. I, I absolutely agree. So I'm, I'm with you. We'll see if that's actually going to be the case. Maybe we're wrong, uh, but I would absolutely agree. A couple weeks ago on this show, we did a segment on the Colts being a possible Super Bowl sleeper team with Cynthia Freeland of NFL Network having some numbers to back that up. I think Frank Reich and the Colts do have a legit shot, so I kind of like that call as well. All right, with that, we move on to 
our Edge preseason top 40. Yes, we continue in terms of unveiling our teams. Last time we left off, we were on number 29 and number 28. Those are a pair of SEC teams, LSU and Kentucky. Well, the run in the SEC continues mm-hmm. with our 27th-ranked team at Mississippi State and Mike Leach. Check in as our 27th ranked team in the edge top 40 coming off of a seven and six year, both straight up and against the spread leech. Now quite a few starters back 17 overall eight on offense, nine on defense for the Bulldogs. Of course, center of attention as usual. Quarterback, Will Rogers, the sophomore, coming in into Leach's system. So we'll see if Rogers, who his sophomore year, uh, looked pretty dang good. Season, uh, single season record for completions, passing yardage, touchdowns, a lot of single game records as well for, uh, for Mississippi State. So we'll see if that's going to be the case here again for Leach and the Bulldogs. Yeah, I'm not crazy about this team. I think it's got a chance to be a pretty good team in the SEC because of the defense and I tell the starters you? back. With nine starters back on defense, that's always been a weakness of Mike Leach's teams. I've, I've never, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Mike Leach like personally. Well, his best days coach. are behind him. Right. And that's what gives me a little bit of a, eh, with, when it comes to Mississippi State and where they might ultimately end up, you know? Oh, I agree. I, I, I had a hard time. Uh, I think I ranked Mississippi State right around number 30, and I'm just not that crazy about this team. The win total six and a half. If you look at the... <laughs> the Bulldogs from last season. It's something about Mike Leach in the non-conference. He's always got a game where he either loses or almost loses, mm-hmm. and it's an embarrassment. And if you go back last year, the season opener, Mississippi State was a 21-point favorite against Louisiana Tech and had to get lucky to pull out a 35-34 win. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't look at a win total for Mississippi State and go down the schedule and say, well, that's – Memphis, that's a win. At Arizona, that's a win. Bowling Green, that's a win because that's not going to be the case. Mike Leach's teams have letdowns. I do think he's got a pretty good quarterback here in Will Rogers. He's uh, probably going to, I think, stabilize that situation a little bit more. But the strength of this team is probably going to be the defense with mm-hmm. all those starters back. And typically, that's uh, not what we're talking about with Mike Leach's teams, the strength being the defense. But you got a veteran quarterback now. And you got a pretty good defense, and uh, that's why I guess I'll give Mississippi State the benefit of the doubt and say it's a top 30 team. Yeah, I, I would say so. And, and look, I think for me, when it comes to Leach, like some of it is just, shockingly enough, I just don't really like him as a dude. Uh, but I think we've also seen, like with, the, with his offenses, right, in years past, there was like, kind of like this level that you get from it, and that's about it. It's never really going to exceed expectations. It's, it's going to be like that team. But against these types of defenses, we're going to have good defensive back play, where mm-hmm. they have strong front sevens. There have been times when his offenses have faltered against those types of teams. It's why he struggled so much, I would say, in the Apple Cup against Washington all those years, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that in the SEC, you are consistently facing teams like that, which is why I think in the grand scheme of things, how much success he'll have is going to be questionable. But at the very least, you know that when you get to like non-conference play and some of the lesser opponents potentially that you're going to face in the SEC, that you're going to have a chance to put up some some productive numbers offensively. Yeah, and obviously the key for a lot of these SEC teams, we talked about LSU yesterday, you got to win these coin flip type games. Right. And there's a bunch of them in conference play. And the first one from Mississippi State is at LSU, and that's on uh, September 17th. That's a huge game for both sides. Also, uh, I think home games in October, Texas A&M and Arkansas. Those mm-hmm. are uh, the type of games Mississippi's going to have. Mississippi State's going to have to win if it's uh, going to get over that win total. You've got to at least split those games, beat somebody on the road you're not supposed to beat, like LSU, Kentucky, or Ole Miss, and uh, mm-hmm. you got a chance to get over. I don't really have a strong opinion on the win total here. I'd probably lean under before I would go over. But I'm not going to bet it because I think this is going to be a pretty good defense. And uh, mm-hmm. 
you got a solid quarterback. And even though I think Mike Leach is, like I said, his best days are behind him, yeah, this could be a seven-win team. It could even be an eight-win team. It's not going to shock me if it's a five- or six-win team. I'm I'm kind of all over the board with this team, but I think it's going to be right around that number. And you're not going to bet a win total unless you feel really confident one way or the other, and I'm not with this team. Yeah, I would agree. I, th- I think for me, when you look at the win total and evaluating their schedule, would you say it's fair? Like, if they're going to go over their win total, they've got to be perfect when it comes to the Memphis, Arizona, Bowling Green, East Tennessee State teams. Like, you got to win. I don't all think they will be. I don't right. think they will be. First of all, Arizona is not going to be a gimme. A lot of people are looking at yep. that as a layup. This Arizona team is going to be a lot better. By the way, a transfer quarterback from Washington State is going to be starting for the Wildcats in Tucson, and that offense is going to be a lot better of uh, the season. So the game in Tucson's not a gimme. Yep. And then you got that's back-to-back road games, and this is why I like that spot for LSU on September 17th. Mississippi State's got back-to-back road games at Arizona, at LSU, and that gives LSU the scheduling advantage yep. in that spot. So if, if you get out of the gates 2-2 two and two with Texas A&M coming to town, it wouldn't stun me. But a 3-1 and one seems more likely. I just say uh, watch out for that Arizona game on September 10th because Arizona is not as bad as it was last year. That was an awful Arizona team last year. It's a little bit better now. It's got a much better quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we're all in agreement there. So win total for Mississippi State, six and a half shade. It's the over at minus 125. Uh, and you see there, too, for the conference win total, uh, kind of representing what we're talking about here because this schedule is relatively tough once they get into conference play at three and a half, heavily shaded to the under at minus 165. And I would say, despite all the returning success or production, no real threat to win the SEC West no. or the uh, SEC no. as a whole at uh, 120 to 1. We had four people vote in this poll, you, me, mm-hmm. Paul Stone, Adam Burke. All these, a lot of these SEC teams, SEC teams are kind of bunched Jumbled up here up. in the middle. Let's look at the uh, top 40 graphic again if we can because we talked yesterday about LSU at number 29. We had Kentucky right there at 28. Um, we've got, I think, at 31, we had another uh, SEC team as well. Florida. Florida. Yeah, it was. Florida, number 31. So you got Florida, LSU, Kentucky, Mississippi State bunched up there. You got four SEC teams in five spots <laughs> in our poll. And uh, all four of those teams have really good quarterbacks. Right. You know, so. Uh, I mean, I think that's kind of the common theme. We could have a couple of those teams underrated. And we probably have a couple of those teams overrated. overrated. Hopefully we've got LSU underrated because I like that LSU team. Uh, quite a bit. Well, I, think I look it's at like be a surprise team. I was looking at like my own rankings, for example, after we uh, we started doing this, and I think for me, like a team like Mississippi State, I probably had them overrated. I had them at twenty sixth, and it's not too far off where we have them here, twenty mm-hmm. seventh. But looking at Leach and everything in the schedule as a whole, I think I, what I did was valued returning production over a lot of other stuff, and especially you a quarterback. Seventeen starters back, in a, including it, a quarterback. <laughs> that it was set in school record, so you kind of have to. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, I mean, they could be maybe the 26th best team in the country, but the final result could be a, a little bit farther away from that as well. All right, with that, we can expand on this team on the other side, but let, you want to unveil number 26th, and then we can get to what we expect of them coming into next season. Well, number 26 that comes in on our edge top 40, that would be Pittsburgh. Pitt checking in at number 26 out of the ACC. So our second ACC team in the top 30. Uh, a lot of questions about the Panthers, including, of course, the drop-off from Kenny Pickett 
and no Jordan Addison. So what does this offense look like after losing a ton of production on that side? But you do get overall 15 guys back. That includes a couple of returning starters on defense, which are going to really be a really, really big strength for this team. But Keaton Slovis, the player to watch, transfers in from USC. We'll see if that is going to be a strength, or will he be able to replicate the production that Kenny Pickett had? Yeah, I don't think he can year. replicate the production, but he could still be a pretty good quarterback. The USC connection, we'll talk about that when we come back, because Keaton Slovis comes in from USC, Jordan Addison goes out yep. and uh, transfers to join the Trojans, and uh, Pitt's got two monster games right off the bat. Some would say the second or third best team in the ACC. I would say not, but we'll discuss that and much more on the other side. This is The Edge on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of The Edge is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke free and spit free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different, everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen is there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. All right, JVT, we roll on with the Edge College Football Preseason Top 40. And uh, Pitt check-in, 27 and 26th. Uh, but Pitt is our team here that checks in at 26th. Now, Kenny Pickett will no longer, of course, be under center for Pitt. Keaton Slovis will take over. Jordan Haddison no longer catching passes. Uh, He is off to USC, so we get a little Mm -hmm. bit of a transfer. Was it a trade? I don't know. Uh, But Slovis takes over. I've got my reservations about what Slovis is going to be as a quarterback here. Uh, I wasn't sure how you felt about it, Matt, Uh, but I do think when you look at Pitt overall – there's a reason why I think they belong in this range in terms of fringes of the top 25. Um, I think I had them 29th, so I was a little bit lower, and I was a little bit lower on Slovis personally. But I think defensively, they're going to be a very good team. They were last year, and I think there's going to be a solid production on that end. But I do wonder what the drop-off is without Pickett and without Addison on that side of the ball. Yeah, Pat Narduzzi is one of those coaches who uh, he can make some game management decisions that baffle you sometimes yes. too. But Pitt won a lot of games last season with a really good quarterback and a great defense. 11-3. and three. That's the first time Pitt has won 11 games since 1981. Wow. You don't, re- you don't remember that season. I was negative nine. Like Dan Marino. Yeah. Yeah, that's a long time. Tony Dorsett way back in the uh, I know the names. Those days. Marino Pitt, played for Pitt, the Chiefs, right? Uh, Pitt had some great teams back in those days. It's been a long time since Pitt has been that good. 11-3 and three last season. I don't think this team's going to get to that level. Obviously, the win total's eight and a half, so nine wins would be a really good season for Pitt. Uh, but I could also think, see things going backwards here too, JBT, because right off the bat, you start with lucky, – luckily, they're home games. Mm-hmm. But you start off with two of your biggest rivals back-to-back, West Virginia and Tennessee, and that's a tough way to start the season. I don't care if they're home games or not. That's a tough way to start the season uh, for Pitt and a new quarterback – who's in a new offense, and Keaton Slovis. And uh, I like Slovis. I don't love him. Uh, He got beat out by Jackson Dart at USC for a reason. And you know how much I like Jackson Dart. He is now at Mississippi with uh, Lane Kiffin, and uh, I expect him to be a star in the SEC. Of the former USC quarterbacks, I perceived Slovis to be the lesser one. Yeah. Yeah, right? 
There's no, I don't think yeah. there's any doubt about that. Yeah. So um, we'll see how he starts the season because September 1st, you got the backyard brawl against West Virginia. September 10th, you got Tennessee. That was a wild game last season in uh, Knoxville. I, I think this is um, – of all the, all the teams I've looked at in college football, 131 of them, I can't think of a team that starts off – with uh, two games that are more intriguing in the first 10 days of September yeah. than Pitt has because uh, those are two of your biggest rivals back-to-back. And I, those, to me, that's it's very rare when you see a team start the season with two games like that. But Maybe one game, but not two games like that back-to-back. I agree, but here's the thing, and I think you'd agree here, as you evaluate the rest of their schedule, though, it softens oppor- up after I was going to say, there's really an opportunity, no matter what we think about what the drop-up is going to be, mm-hmm. for this team to win quite a few games. When you're talking about following up those two games, road game against Western Michigan, coming back for three consecutive home games, Rhode Island, Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech. I mean, and look at the conference opponents. They don't get to play Clemson, they don't have to play Notre Dame, and their road spots, the toughest one, is going to be at the end of the season against the Miami team, which we'll talk about later in our poll. Don't have to play NC State. Don't have to play, and that's the other one. Yep, don't have to play NC State. The schedule breaks down very nicely for them. And again, when you talk about the road spots in conference, Louisville, North Carolina, Virginia, Miami, I would say those are all winnable games, depending mm-hmm. on how Miami pans out and what we'll find out about the Hurricanes. That That's what kind of, like, I don't know if I think they're going to be that great, but I also think when we're talking about, like, win totals, I'm not rushing to bet them under because I think there are quite a few winnable opportunities on this schedule for them. That's true, but I would have to lean under nine, under eight and a half here. I right. think uh, it's more likely. And, and the over's favored here, minus 125, which surprises me. Because when you look at the schedule, yeah, West Virginia, Tennessee, let's say you split those first two games. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to go on a winning streak, speaking of Pitt, the next few weeks. Western Michigan, Rhode Island, Georgia Tech, that's, that's a pretty weak stretch in the schedule, even though Western Michigan did upset Pitt 44-41 to 41, uh, last season. Uh, Virginia Tech... That's going to be a tough game. At Louisville, at North Carolina, uh, at Virginia, at Miami, they're going to lose a few games. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I would say Pitt is more likely to be 8-4 and four than 9-3 and three just because uh, I don't think Keaton Slovis in that offense is going to be up to the same level that Kenny Pickett was a year ago. So I would probably take the plus money here under 8.5 at plus yeah. 105. But drawing teams like Syracuse and Duke but and all, Rhode Island, you know, Those Georgia are not Tech. automatic wins. They're not automatic wins. No, but they are lesser opponents, which they would be mm-hmm. favored right. by quite a, quite a bit. Nothing is an automatic win in the world. Rhode Island's an automatic win. Uh, you never know. Georgia Tech should be an automatic win. You know what's an automatic <laughs> win, Matt? Drafting a quarterback in the first round for your franchise if you're the National Football League, right? right? The Pittsburgh Steelers, that's a win. They got Kenny Pickett from Pitt. Their franchise cornerstone, the building block. Now, it does look like there's going to be uh, it's some room for growth. You want to you want to let him marinate, right? You want to get him ready. We saw what happened with Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes sat out his first year, played one game. Broncos okay. came back and was and he his, beat the Broncos. He, he did, he did. And then his first real year as rookie year, we'll call it, was dominant, was fantastic. So the Steelers are looks like are going along the same path. Here's the thing though, the pressure might be on them to accelerate the timeline for one Kenny Pickett potentially. Did you see the news coming out of Pittsburgh already? Now that training camp has begun, Matt. Yeah, let's go ahead and throw up the tweet. This is absolutely fantastic. So training camp, of course. I laughed out loud when I saw this. Is uh, open to the public, and you can have people there and watching. This is from Brooke Pryor. Mitch Trubisky. She's a reporter. She who covers the Steelers. Takes the first two first-team reps, has two incompletions. You hear a fan yell, get Pickett in there. As she notes, so it begins. Yeah. Absolutely great. The rookie first-round pick is always going to be the favorite of fans at training camp. When I covered the Chicago Bears, they had some pretty bad – 
battles for the starting quarterback job each year, and the, the fans always had their favorite right away, and, and people would emphasize the mistakes the other guy would make. And Trubisky comes out and throws a couple of incompletions. <laughs> the guy goes, get Pickett in there. Uh, Kenny Pickett, by the way, threw a pick on his last pass of practice yesterday, uh, so he was not perfect either. I don't, you know, as a quarterback, I don't think pick Pickett's Pickett, the, yeah. the ideal name to have. No, Pickett overall is just not very good at all <laughs> to have as a quarterback. Um, I don't think he's going to blow people away. Even if he gets a chance to play a lot as a rookie, I think there's a, a high probability he's going to be a disappointment. I, well, here's the thing. I mentioned to you a report that I read out of Pittsburgh, right? Mark Madden wrote that the quarterback competition is a sham, that he's going to be the third guy and he's not going to sniff the starting job at all. Uh, well, there are reports leaking out that that's pretty much the same thing. This is Mike Garofolo, uh inside training camp on NFL Network, your favorite channel, uh, talked about that and the confidence in one Mitch Trubisky to start mm-hmm. this job in week one. I think I think more people are interested in Mitchell Trubisky and Kenny Pickett and the gap between them. And, and Mitchell Trubisky, from my understanding, has a sizable lead on Kenny Pickett in large part because of his resume. And I know that a lot of folks look at a quarterback and he's kind of fallen out of favor in Chicago and he heads to Buffalo and he's a backup and you say, ah, that guy's done. He can't, he's a bust, whatever you want to. <laughs> Steelers are excited about Mitchell Trubisky in a lot of ways. Uh, I liked his, uh, ah, that guy's done. I, you know, I, I still think Trubisky took too much of the blame for what went wrong in Chicago, and Matt Nagy deserved a lot more of the blame. You remember last year when Trubisky went back with the Bills in the uh, preseason game in Chicago, mm-hmm. and the Bills just blew the Bears off the field. Of course, the Mitch Tr- Trubisky revenge game. Remember yeah, it, it well. I bet the Bills that game, yep. <laughs> that was hilarious. I think Trubisky's got some skills. He's got more skills than Pickett. Right now, in terms of uh, being capable of winning this Bigger season, hands. you know, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing record as a head coach. You know, you're going to hear that over and over and over again. But I think it's significant, and that's also a reason that he's not going to go with a rookie this year. He, he's not interested in having his first losing season this season, and he knows that his best chance to win is going to be, if not Trubisky, if Trubisky fails, it's going to be with Mason Rudolph. And not with Kenny Pickett. And I agree with what you said about that report. I, I really believe Pickett's the number three guy, and he should not be the favorite to win NFL Rookie of the Year. There's no reason to rush him out there. Right. There's no reason in any way whatsoever. Because even if you go with the line of thinking that, like, you know, hey, man, the quarterbacks might, uh, they're not going to be that great. I, I'm not sure this roster is Super Bowl ready. Mm-hmm. So you're just going to allow him to get ready. And maybe at the end of the year, as we always see with these guys, just like we brought up with Patrick Mahomes, Gets the last two or three weeks of everything sideways, and they're well below 500. Not going to make the postseason, and you give them some live action. But mm-hmm. there's no need to. There's no need, at least in my mind, to rush them out there. And I don't the think that's going to happen with the Steelers either. I don't think they're going to be in a hopeless situation where you know they're five and ten. They say we got to throw the rookie out there. Mm-hmm. You like that? That's great producing today. How we tied in the the Pitt Panthers and uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and Kenny Pickett. It's like we plan this thing yeah. out. It's like we talk about it before the show begins. All right, let's take our break here. Uh, when we come back, oh boy, I mentioned this to you off the air. Uh, there is a favorite in Major League Baseball today. Now we're talking in the range of minus two thirty five, minus two forty five. Um, that is really weird. <laughs> we'll just we'll say it. We'll put it that way. We'll discuss that when we come back. At 
Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20. Free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer, made better, 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Matt Eumann's back here on the edge with one half of the Double Duty crew. 
Jonathan Von Tobel. You, you and Wes Reynolds seem to pull a lot of double duty hey, action here on the network. Your math is incorrect. I think it's one third of the double duty crew. Ben Wilson, also a man who likes to pull double duties around here. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? And uh, I may or may not have a local shift coming up later today, too. So you know what? I'm triple duty guy today. With that, we got to talk a little Major League Baseball. Wait, before I do that, though, any best bets? We have to, I, I always mess this up. We don't have anything, right? No, right. Uh, double check today. that. By the way, did. Uh, Briefly, you know, I've got some best bets in action in the golf tournament today, and nobody's on fire right now in the first round. Hopefully, All, all four of the guys I had had late tee times today. I checked the scores, and right away, and Tony Finau is eight under par today. Jesus Finau's Christ. on fire. I was gonna say, yeah. That guy. We'll quit. Uh, talk about two dudes who couldn't win for a long time, Xander Shoffley and Tony, Tony Finau. Now, all of a sudden, uh, they're finding the uh, winner's circle quite a bit. Did you hear the latest news with Live Golf? Did you hear the latest? Oh, play, yes, I did. The latest player to defect and join Live Golf. Uh, Bubba Watson, we'll see you later. Oh, that's not who I was thinking. Oh, no? No. Uh-oh. Uh, did he do it? Live Golf is having a pro-am tournament this week, and Caitlyn Jenner has joined. Oh. And uh, Caitlyn Jenner now part of the Live Golf team, so it keeps getting better for Live. Are you serious? Uh-huh. Really? I, I'm only hoping – I would love to see – Patrick Reed or Sergio Garcia paired up with Caitlyn Jenner in the Pro-Am. That can't, uh, you're, you're not kidding, huh? Not joking. Donald Trump is in the Pro-Am. Caitlyn Jenner. Okay. It uh, keeps getting better for live golf. Interesting. Well, you know about the other news, right? Uh, I didn't see Bubba Watson. Well, that, I was no. not surprised. His name was tossed out there for weeks. There's guys like that who are on the back end of their career and can make a boatload of money. Right. Go well, ahead. Why no, not? I was actually about to say the, the other part. Um, it sounds like our guy, and if this is the case, look, as somebody who follows the NBA I might be very upset about this, Charles Barkley oh, yeah. might be on the move if they triple the offer, which means, I think from what I understand, it would be exclusive. He wouldn't be able to do inside the NBA anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. And that hurts the association. That's where I draw the line. And that hits you where it hurts. That's where I draw the line. Well, that's one of the best shows on TV inside the NBA. Oh, absolutely. I think the weakness. He's he's the biggest part of it. He is because he's such a, you know, he's he's a clownish character, but he's, uh, I I think he brings a lot of viewers into that show. Uh, The weakness of that show, in my mind, is Shaq and how he mumbles and you can't understand what he says. So. Mm -hmm. How, that show's not going to be nearly as good if you have Shaq and Kenny Smith. Right. And who would be the you bring, bring in Dwayne, Dwayne Wade? Wade Dwayne yeah. Wade's not going to be a, a Charles Barkley type presence. He's a good Candace analyst, Parker, potentially. Yeah. So uh, that would be disappointing. That's one thing about there's so much money out there on the Live Tour. They're they're pulling in more people than I hope they would. And I, you know, I'm not going to be a hypocrite and blame uh, these guys for taking the money and running because JBT. If, uh, you know, Jeff Sherman at the Westgate Superbook told me this last month. He said, uh, if uh, the if Greg Norman or the Live organizers came to him and said, hey, we want an official golf odds maker for the Live Tour. We're going to give you a million dollars. Sherman said, I'd take it. I'd be mm-hmm. gone tomorrow. If if they wanted a golf announcer and they offered you a boatload of money, you'd probably take it, right? Boatload? I'm in. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to criticize those guys for taking the money. I'm just not going to pay much attention to the Live Tour because – most of the players I didn't like on the PGA Tour are now on the live uh, circuit, so I don't have to watch them. Let it be known that one time I hit Hideki Matsuyama 50 to 1, so I know what I'm talking about here. Just uh, put that out there as part of my golf announcer resume. Mm-hmm. All right, with that, let's talk a little Major League Baseball. So I mentioned a favorite. Pretty uh, good schedule tonight, actually. Uh, it, you think so? 
I kind of like some of the matchups tonight. There's a couple of like top, it's a top heavy schedule. I'll put it that way. It's not the best schedule in the world. I thought no depth, uh, but the intriguing one, Shohei Otani is going to get the start for the Anaheim Angels. Last time we saw Otani was last Friday when he got uh, he was cruising. It looked like through six and then got beat up and gave up six earned on the road against the Atlanta Braves. Comes back home here against the Texas Rangers. The Angels are a minus two twenty five favorite here. Some spots as high as minus two forty. Yeah. Matt and I get look. Otani is a highly rated pitcher, obviously. At the same time, yesterday the Angels had four guys in their lineup that were betting 225 or worse, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of pop here without Mike Trout. I am amazed that the price is as high as minus 240 in some spots. Yeah, and you get two to one back the other way. Are we going to see Mike Trout again this season? I mean, the, the, that's the news, of course, is that he's got a back issue that is going to linger with him throughout his entire career. He immediately came out and said, no, 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 I'm not done. You know, I'm not going to quit. But at the same time, lingering back issue, entire career, those words all together are not very good. Well, it's definitely not very good for him returning this season because when the Angels... No, he's going to ho- be back, Matt. He's going to be back. That's what he said. Oh, they said that last year, too. Did he I, come back? Trust me. Yeah, the cap Did he, issue, did he come back? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. So when your team's just hopeless, why would you come back? Mm-hmm. But I, I think I might end up taking a shot with the Rangers tonight, too. If you make this plus price big enough, Spencer Howard's not really a pitcher I want to bet on. And... uh I'm not going to make a habit of betting against Otani, but I do think at some point here in the second half of the season, maybe we saw it in the seventh inning last week, Otani's going to start to wear down a little bit. Uh, he's got a, a huge phys- a, a huge workload that's going to take a physical toll on him. And also, I think it takes a mental toll when you're you're trying to do everything for a team that's this bad, and I'm not making excuses for right. him. If you've ever played for really bad teams, it does take a toll on you mentally, When, especially as a pitcher, when you go out there and you think, I have to be near perfect tonight to get the win uh, because the Angels are not going to give him much run support, you would think. Uh, without Trout in the lineup last week, the Angels, I saw a game, and I think this is pretty much a nightly occurrence now, they put a lineup out there where one guy was hitting above 260. Uh, so you can't expect much run support. Maybe under the 7.5 would be the way to look, but uh, I'm not going to bet the total here. I think... I would. I'm seriously going to consider consider taking a shot with the uh, the underdog here because Rangers have the better lineup. And we should say, right? Spencer Howard is hot garbage. He's not very good. Yeah, seven eleven. Seven eleven. I, I, I really don't want to bet right. on Spencer Howard. And, <laughs> and, and uh, as I say, Hayward, yeah, Howard. And then when you look at uh, fielding independent, eight oh two, right? So you can make an argument. Maybe he's even slightly worse than what he's done up to this yeah. point. And a six fifty four expected. All of that I, you understand. But when you look at the struggles as the Angels lineup. And the lack of run support that Otani has got. I mean, look at the, the game against the, the Braves on Friday. Multiple situations where they had runners in scoring position. At one point for against Morton, the bases loaded, couldn't get anything done. He's not getting anything. This Angels lineup is doing mm-hmm. not is not doing that much. So uh, I find it hard to look at a price of again in some spots as high as minus two forty, and not look at like Circus offering plus two hundred three. Other spots are at plus two hundred five uh, on the Rangers, even given the fact that their starting pitcher is absolutely garbage. So uh, with that, I made a joke at the beginning of the show. Well, they're playing. They're playing again tonight. The Yankees. Everything's falling apart. The sky is falling. Season's over. But they do get to play more regular season games and work some stuff out. Well, here's the thing. You you were kind of mocking me and our producer Matt Santos because we're Yankees fans. And when they were five and five through ten games, oh, we were firing we everybody. Again. We were getting okay. rid of the front. Yeah, everything. Right. But through eighty games, just because the Yankees had their best record in baseball, that doesn't mean that's where they're going to finish. And I, th- I think what you've seen the last couple of weeks is some regression. Yeah. in the Yankees. Their pitching is not as good as it was during that hot two-month stretch in the first half. Uh, we, we've seen some flaws in the lineup. I mean, they've got to get Joey Gallo out of that lineup. It's to the point of no return with him. 
Uh, now that he's he's a strikeout machine, he's batting 160. The Yankees did make a move. They picked up Andrew Benintendi mm-hmm. uh, from the Royals, ironically, who they're facing tonight. And it's Jamison Tyon on the mound. Yankees trying to bounce back from uh, getting swept at City Field by the Mets. And uh, I would think the Yankees do bounce back here. But the only way I could bet this would be minus one and a half, minus 120. Obviously, I, I never lay more than two bucks on a baseball game. I think you can feel okay with laying one and a half. You're talking about a Royals team, JVT, just got blown out by the Angels in back-to-back games. Yes, I guess they did. So we get this matchup. Also, an interesting series begins between Seattle and Houston. So right when we come out of the All-Star how about, break. How about this? The Astros yeah. can't beat the A's. Right. It's, they just get swept by wow. the A's after sweeping a team that had won 14 consecutive <laughs> right. games heading into the All-Star break. So you get the rematch tonight. Jose Urquidy is going to get the start against the Mariners. I believe it's the second consecutive start against them. Uh, and uh, Logan Gilbert will take the hill here. And we're talking about Astros minus 140 or so. And I have to say, so I was on Houston in the first game of that series you know, when they snapped the 14-game win streak mm-hmm. uh, of the Mariners. And we're down to minus 135. I'm not sure the market gives the Astros enough credit that they're like, a lot better than the Mariners. Yeah, I'm being being back right. being back home here. I think uh, 135 is a little bit of a cheap price in the Astros. Even though I do I do like Logan Gilbert, the pitcher tonight for Seattle. Uh, let's talk quickly with mm-hmm. uh, uh, less than a minute to go. Cubs and Giants. Justin Steele, Alex Wood is Alex Wood the guy that stopped the losing streak for the Giants? Minus 135. I like the Giants to stop the losing streak tonight. Uh, I hope they don't. I want them to lose as uh, many games as possible so I can get this win total of bet in. So. That's my analysis. I need the Giants to keep losing. Seven straight losses for the Giants. I think the streak ends tonight. Love it. All right. Uh, Alex Wood, too, by the way. Some of the numbers behind him, because if you're talking about stopping the streak, he's going to be a good candidate. 333 fielding independent, 368 expected. Um, I would agree with the sentiment that he's got a good, pretty good shot at ending this losing streak. All right. We're all done. VSIN.com. Remember, college football betting guide. Check that thing out. It is up and it is live and has everything you need to get ready for the football season, which begins in just about a month. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.